It's almost 1 a.m. Do you know where your kids are? Welcome to the Pinfo Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. Um, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. What's up? This is doble or nada, double or nothing. Um, and it was a fucking big one, I guess. I'm tired. Um, we saw Hangman Adam Page lose the AEW Championship against CM Punk. That's the biggest thing here. Um, Summer of Punk, baby. Hmm. Yay. I I personally, the more I thought about it, the more I'm I'm on this side. I think Hangman's reign ended well. He would rather die a hero than become a villain. Um, he didn't want to resort to those cheap methods like using the belt. And they made it clear early on in commentary that CM Punk can be nasty. That's why they had the whole MJF feud right before this. Um, but now... I, I think the, the problem with this, for me at least, is how does MJF now get the belt? Because in my mind, he was next. I don't know. My thing is just that Punk talks so much. And that's why I think he'd make a great champion. I don't want to listen to him anymore. I'm tired. I need a choir champion. Well, I think we haven't had any quiet champions at all because there was Jericho, Mox, uh, Kenny, and then Hangman, and now Punk. None of them are quiet. You want quiet? Maybe get like Preston Vance as your uh, champion or Dexter Loomis. I just, I'm tired of, I'm, I'm a little over punk. Mm. I'm a little over him. I'm, I, I started thinking of like the potential feuds he could have and I'm excited. Thinking about like, imagine him versus Wardlow now and like recalling the MJF feud. I feel like that could be really interesting. Um, Kenta. I don't even know if we're going to see MJF anytime soon. Maybe not. Who knows? But um, I, I obviously this brings in huge implications for Forbidden Door. Um, like I just said, Kenta, who's been wanting a match with CM Punk, and that'd be a, a perfect stage for it with the title on the line. Um, maybe now Hangman can be nicer to his friends. But uh. Do you think he's going to go back to Dark Order? Yeah, I think so. Where else is he going to go? He can't go to the Elite. They're not going to want him. Well, Cole won't want him. The Bucks, maybe. Maybe this is how we get the, the Trios tournament started. Perhaps. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. Let's start talking about our predictions. As always... Yeah, let's try to try to move through this quickly, because we'll be here until like 3 a.m. As always, for those who don't know, 
We make predictions based on uh, the outcomes of matches. And for every incorrect prediction, we have to do a dab of hot sauce. And Liz, what hot sauce are you using today? I'm using this fun one that's very spicy called Black Bison Hot Sauce. And it's got red cherries, red raspberries, and blackberries in addition to habanero peppers, water, ghost pepper, mash, mm. pomegranate juice, lime juice, tequila, sea salt, mm. and scorpion pepper powder. Okay. Um, I'm just going with a Brooklyn Deli hot sauce. Uh, Gunter Sanam pepper. Smoky Indian chilies, tang tangy tomato, and sweet garlic. Um, so, also, in addition to that, whoever has the most correct predictions will be crowned the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion. Hold this egg, which should be on Liz's desk right now. Um, yeah, but I never got it. You literally sat in here, like, two days. Oh, yeah. You could have grabbed at any point. Not for two days. I sat in there for, like, 30 minutes. On one day. Yeah, but you had every opportunity while I was gone. Um, but, and they'll deal a punishment to the loser. Now, you are currently the reigning champion after, was the last one Backlash? Or was it Capital Collision? Oh, no. Or Windy City Riot. Backlash. Was it Backlash? I'm almost positive it was Backlash. It was, I can tell you in literally, yeah, it was backlash. You're right. Okay. So now, after double or nothing, the current pinfall podcast prediction champion. We'll find out. Liz, what did you get? Or how many right and how many wrong did you get? I got seven right, so you do the math. Seven right and six wrong. And I got nine right and four wrong so therefore i am your new pinfall podcast prediction champion i'm the best i'm the smartest i'm the best i'm the wisest most intelligent most knowledgeable because i am the champion most sleeping on the couch tonight. You don't respect the title. Anyway, okay, calm down. Anyway, so my punishment to you, I'm going to bring back an old favorite. So, I have thought of a word in my head. And every time you say that word, you're going to have to do a dab of hot sauce, but I'm not going to tell you what that word is. And I might not tell you to do the dab as soon as you say the word. So it's up to you to find out what that word is and see if you can avoid it. Okay. All right. All right. I look forward to this challenge. Okay. All right. Uh, so, with all that said, do you want to get into the uh, matches, into, the, into today's Double or Nothing? Yeah, I started off strong with this, actually. Um, well, let me, there's a couple promos to start off, so let me, let me start there. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, we, we start with the buy-in, 
And first of the acclaimed and Gun Club come out. They they kind of warm up the crowd, do all that stuff. Um, little ass boys chant. Um, then we go to uh, Eddie Kingston. I don't know if this promo was pre-recorded and and posted online, but I'm gonna act as if this is the first time we're seeing it because I haven't seen this before. Um, Eddie Kingston said, "I don't want to do this anymore because I'm scared of what I'm gonna do. You're bringing this demon back. I'm losing everything." Uh, he throws a whiskey bottle next to him after doing a shot. I can't stand you because I'm going back to what's comfortable. What's comfortable is burying you in the ground. I dare you to come Sunday and find out why I've lived in fear of myself, why no company ever wanted me, and Tony Khan, this is also on you. You can stop this. You can help me not become this. I drink to drown my demons, but they know how to swim, Chris. Which is a line from um, the, uh, the Bring Me the Horizon song, can you feel my heart? So That's what you say, but I feel like I've heard that and I've never heard that song. I feel like you've heard the song because... I haven't. I, I would know. If, if I've heard that song, I've only heard it like once and it was not enough to know what the lyrics were. Well, I, that, song, that lyric is definitely in that song because I've heard it a million times. Okay. Um, and I also Googled it. Um, so, first match on the card, which is the only match in the buy-in, Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. And uh, we both predicted Hookhausen, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, Hook just plows through Tony Nese. They start off the match. Danhausen tags in, and Tony just starts cackling. Um, he hits Danhausen with a shoulder tackle, goes to hit him with the elbow drop. Danhausen dodges that. Tony sends him into the buckles. Um, Oh, sorry. He dodges Tony, sending him into the buckles um, before cursing him. Then we get a flying head scissors to Tony Nese and a curse for Mark. And Mark Sterling um, gets in for a bit, stomps Danhausen in the corner a little, and that's about it. Uh, before Tony gets back in, he throws Danhausen into another corner. Mark Sterling suplexes Danhausen, but Danhausen dodges um, the leg drop that follows that. Um, eventually, Tony takes Hook off the corner, um, but Danhausen hits Nice with a like Saito suplex. I think this gets Hook in. Mark Sterling immediately just says, "I'm done." Gets out of the ring. Um, he Hook hits an overhead suplex to Tony. Pulls um, Mark Sterling into the ring. Then he hits a Saito suplex to Mark. And a sort of suplex type thing to Tony. Uh, then Danhausen, you know, it looks like the match is pretty much over. Hook's probably setting up for Red Rum. Um, but Danhausen's like, hey, tag me in. And the crowd loves it. So Hook allows it. He tags Danhausen in. Danhausen comes in and just puts his foot up and gets the pin. It was, it was a wonderful little match. Yeah, um, it was fun. And I'm glad they didn't like immediately split up after uh, after the match ended. Be sticking together yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Um. So next up, we had MJF versus Wardlow to start off the the main card. And there's been some controversy on whether or not MJF would actually show up for the match with a with a flight booked from Vegas to Newark, New Jersey. Oh. Um. But no, MJF came out. Had the match, 
And we both picked Wardlow to win, obviously. And why would he take a flight to Newark when he could take a flight to JFK and that'd be so much closer to where he needed to go? I mean, does he still live on Long Island? I imagine. I imagine that's why they said Newark in the first place, because Newark's in an international airport, I think. I don't know. I'm sure it is. Um, cool, I think I just got an eyelash in my eye. Um, I'm going to power through this. So yeah, we both chose Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Um, and MJF is definitely kind of... It, the, the, the vibe of the match was a little weird. Um, it just sort of felt like MJF kind of had an attitude and it was maybe part of the bit. Um, but there was just like a subdued almost energy to him in the beginning. Um, also, MJF was wearing a fantastic nightmare of a robe. <laughs> what, what does it say? I'm better than you and you know it. Yeah. Um, it had like feathers lining yeah. it. It was ridiculous. Kind of, um, of like a Ric Flair robe, but like in his yeah. own way. In his own special MJF way. Yeah. Um, so MJF hits Wardlow from behind and this just causes Wardlow to like turn around and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, nearly power bombs MJF. MJF manages to get out of the ring. Um, MJF once again finds himself in a near powerbomb situation, but he bites Wardlow. Um, after a few shots to Wardlow and a poke to his eyes, um, which really annoys Bryce Ramsberg, um, we get a poison run on Wardlow. Um, then eventually when MJF sees that this isn't really working, he feigns injury for a little bit. Then... He turns to the camera and with his back to, like, you know, the crowd, quote unquote, and takes out his ring, which is in his underwear. Um, But the whole time, Bryce is, like, standing next to him and Wardlow's standing behind him. And Bryce takes the ring from him. And MJF becomes very aware that Wardlow's right behind him. Um, To make amends, he goes for a handshake, but Wardlow doesn't uh, let go of the handshake. And then we get like a dozen power bombs. Uh, Wardlow gets the pin. Yeah. The match was everything it needed to be. Um, <clears throat> but the question is now what happens with MJF? Is, I mean, he's still got time on his contract. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Even, even like if he stays, I don't know where he would go story wise. Yeah, I I really don't know. Um, him and him and Danhausen, beauty. I it's just I don't know. I I'm sure that there will be something, but I don't think we'll see him for a little while. Just because the way that he was stretchered out and everything, like unless he comes back next week or Wednesday with like a neck brace on, mm-hmm. he's like Wardlow, blah blah blah, blah or something. Yeah. I think the program with Wardlow's over because I, I out of like kayfabe, like shoot wise, I think MJF knows like there's no getting over when when feuding with Wardlow at this point. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't know what him and Spears are gonna do. Um. It's so up in the air right now, and and now they got to start getting to the point where they need to start setting up for Forbidden Door. So maybe. <clears throat> something with uh new japan maybe he feuds with like uh what'd be a good feud for him 
in New Japan. Him and mm-hmm. Zach. That'd be annoying. Although, I mean, promo-wise, that'd be fantastic, but you want, like, everyone would want Zach for Danielson. Like, that's the yeah. match. I think Danielson wants uh, Zach for Danielson. Yeah. Um, I think MJF, I don't know if this has happened before, but MJF and Orange Cassidy. That'd be a good feud if it hasn't happened yet. I'm not sure. Sounds like should have. Yeah. Oh, wait. This wouldn't work in any way whatsoever because they're both heels, but MJF and Jericho. Well, I mean, we have had that. Have we? Well, yeah, Inner Circle versus oh, the Pinnacle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to see what they do and, and what yeah. Max does. Um, but after the match, Tony Schiavone gets on, uh, gets on the ramp and has the privilege of announcing that Wardlow is now all elite. The graphic pops up on, on Tron and everything. It's a very sweet moment. Ward, uh, Wardlow gets very emotional. And now we wait in anticipation of what Wardlow's music is going to be. Whether it's still the same thing he had, or if they're going to give him more pigs. Which is something a lot of people want. Okay. Um, but up next we have the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. We both picked the Hardys. Um, this match was a little bit a little bit sloppy in the beginning. Yeah, because of a certain somebody. Yeah, but but it did it did um it did get corrected towards the end. Uh, Picked up a bit. Uh, yeah. Um So we start this match with um not much actually happens in the beginning. Um it's I think Matt Jackson and Matt Hardy for a little while. Eventually, Jeff gets in. Uh, Matt Jackson kind of pops away um, as soon as Matt Hardy and Jeff go to hit him with, like, the double elbows. Um, This gets Nick in. He takes Jeff off of his feet, but Jeff gets up right away. Um, Then Jeff starts taking Nick off his feet, sending him from the ring. Then Nick and Matt kind of have, like, a little regroup session. Um... Eventually, it's Nick versus Matt. Um, before Nick takes any swings at Matt, he hears that the ch- crowd is chanting um, for Brandon Cutler. Um, so Nick gets out of the ring to shove Brandon and tells him to never do that again. Um, eventually, Matt Jackson gets in. Um, he gets a clothesline. We get a boot to the midsection, a suplex. Nick pops in. He's not the legal man, but he comes in to say hi. Gets flapjacked onto his older brother. Um, Then Jeff goes off of Matt Hardy's back onto Matt Jackson, but Matt Jackson avoids that, and Nick kicks Jeff in the face from the apron. Then Matt Hardy gets Matt Jackson into kind of a razor's edge position, but Nick kicks him as well. Then Matt Jackson sends Jeff into the buckles, tags out. Nick goes sentons onto Jeff over the ropes from the apron. Matt Jackson gets back in. Um, we get double clothesline to uh, both of the Bucks before Jeff can tag out. Brandon pulls him from the apron. Um, pulls Matt Hardy from the apron. Um, then, this is where it starts getting messy again. 
which is Jeff Hardy's going up top, but Jeff Hardy looks like Jeff Hardy doesn't know where the fuck to put his feet. Um, like he's struggling for whatever reason. It's not very obvious at first, but then like it becomes kind of clear that his boots like completely not done up at all. Yeah, like it's like it's getting undone. Yeah, like it looked pretty much completely undone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he still he still manages to hit the whisper in the wind despite you know us sitting there with bated breath um and then matt hardy gets in and the whole time that matt hardy is in jeff is just sitting in the corner doing nothing yeah, and he's approached by uh one of the one of the ring hands or whatever yeah one of the um and it's not until like a couple minutes later that they finally are trying to get the boot back on mm-hmm so I was like, I don't know what the disconnect was. I mean, um, from, from the start, Jeff seemed, like, slow. And, like, slow completing his moves and everything. Um, but I, I did notice that, you know, towards the last, like, third or last quarter, he was, he was picking up pace and, and normal self. I guess. Um... But Matt Hardy kind of takes over for a little while. He slams Nick into the buckles. Then he gets Matt Jackson, and then he gets Brandon. Um, we get a side effect to Nick, but he kicks out. Um, Matt Jackson then sends Matt Hardy to ringside. Um, we get a flying bulldog to Jeff. Um, and then he goes for Matt Hardy, but Matt Hardy moves. Matt Jackson takes him out, kicks Jeff in the face. Jeff then goes to dive out onto Nick, but Matt Jackson kicks him. He falls back onto Matt Hardy. Then Nick flies out onto the whole field, whole field of men from the top buckle to the ringside area. Um, Nick then accidentally knees Matt Jackson and then accidentally kicks Brandon. We get a back body drop onto the ground from Matt Hardy to Nick and a side effect to Matt uh, Jackson from Matt Hardy. Jeff gets in. We get a poetry emotion off of Matt's back. He wants the twist of fate, but Nick catapults Matt Hardy into Jeff, who is up top at the time. Um, And then Matt Hardy gets hit with a backbreaker draped over Nick's knees, and Matt Jackson jumps down onto him. Um, We then get a swanton attempt, but Matt avoids it after having gotten a jawbreaker or, like, a stunner from Jeff, which didn't quite make sense because Jeff, like, fell onto the buckle because he was still up top at this point. And it wasn't clear who was supposed to be injured. I guess. Yeah. Um, Nick then hits the swanton, but we, we don't get a pin attempt. Um, and then they fail to get the BTE trigger. Um, they, they collide. The nice. Hardys. Yeah. Um, the Hardys uh, hand out jawbreakers to the Bucks. Um, but we get some super kicks for the Hardys, courtesy of the Bucks. Um, and then we get alternating super kicks to Jeff and Matt Hardy. We get double super kicks to both of them. And then, um, despite all of this, when they are covered, both Hardys kick out. Um, then we get some stairs, and Jeff is placed upon their, uh, the side of the stairs. Um, Nick goes off the top, but Jeff moves before he can um, go down. So, luckily, that's avoided. Um we get a BT bomb to Nick from Matt Hardy. Jeff Swanton's onto Matt Jackson, who is on the steel steps after a point. Um, really safe landing, actually. It was very nerve-wracking. 
Um, we then get a side effect, a twist of fate from Matt, and then a swanton from Jeff to have the Hardys win the match. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that they'll be uh, taking those belts from Jurassic Express. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, by, by the end, I, I think everything kind of pulled itself together. Jeff seemed at a better pace. Um, I don't know, don't know what happened, but don't want to speculate on it. No, I think the thing that, and Jeff has had this for a, a while, in my opinion, is that Jeff looks dogged pretty often after a certain point in a match. Mm-hmm. Like, he just gets to a point where it looks like he's like trying to keep up and just can't quite. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, he's a very active wrestler. Like a lot of his moves require a lot of movement, so I get it. But mm-hmm. it does stand out a lot when there's three other wrestlers in the ring that are doing things quite faster. Yeah. After a point. Yeah. Um, but still, I thought it was still a very fun match. Um, but up next we have Jade Cargill versus Anna J. And uh, this was a lot better than I thought it would be, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yeah, even with all the, the, the overbookedness, I was entertained by, by all of that. And the wrestling itself was still pretty good. I mean, Jade is fucking awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I really love watching Jade. Um, and you can tell that she's, like, grown. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, uh, a lot. Yeah. Um. But sadly, yeah, this is where uh, it fell off for me. Yeah. So I predicted Jade Cargill, and I thought it was a lock, and it was. But Liz went with Anna J. Yeah, because I don't trust Tony Khan as far as I can throw the dude. <laughs> I mean, as we could tell with uh, the main event. Alright. I guess I'll shake this first. Good idea. This is like a very spicy hot sauce. Is it? Yeah, have you not tried it yet? No, I haven't. I didn't even know it was in this house. I wasn't told. Yeah, you were. You were there when he showed it to us. Our housemate bought this, by the way. That's why I said he... All right, so uh, Jade versus Anna. Hell yeah. This was the first hot sauce in a long time. I put it on pasta, and I couldn't finish the food. It was too spicy. My God. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you. That's how I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a weak moment. Um... So Anna starts, or Anna, Anna, I don't know, Excalibur says Anna, other people say Anna, I, mm. I'm going to say Anna because my brain won't say Anna. Um, Anna goes off the top buckle, right into Jade's arms, right off the bat. Standard, super strong wrestler against slightly smaller wrestler move. 
Um, she immediately then goes for the Queen Slayer, but Jade avoids that. Um, Anna then turns into like a sort of lateral press. Um, like Jade like lifts her, and then Anna shifts the weight. I guess. Um, she then tries again to jump off the top into a crossbody, and once again gets caught, gets thrown. Which I just that bothered me. Um, then we get a hard elbow and double sledgehammer fist to the forehead of Anna J. See, look at me. I just did it. Yeah. Um, Jade then goes up top, but Anna Anna shoves her off. Um, sort of. Um, she then superplexes Jade. We get a back elbow to Jade. Jade lifts Anna to the apron. She gets kicked. Um, Anna goes off the top with like a flipping sort of neck breaker. Um, Jade then yeah take a dab please no <laughs> them's the rules <laughs> so much pain still you chose that hot sauce well yeah because i don't want to be a little bitch all right <laughs> well no i'm saying that like i don't want to choose a hot sauce that like isn't going to be a punishment mm -hmm. i feel like that's only fair yeah that's fair and there's very few hot sauces in this house that I would perceive as a punishment. Because mm -hmm. you're just that tough. Um, okay. <laughs> it's coursing through your veins. I'm not happy right fire. now. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so... Yeah, Anna goes off the top with like a flipping neck breaker as uh, JR and Excalibur eventually called it because they couldn't decide what to call it. Um... Then Jay gets slammed into the stairs. The stairs play a very big role in today's pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. And then Kira Hogan and Red Velvet interfere. We get a big boot to Anna and then a near jaded, but no luck. Um, Anna tries to roll her up. Mark Sterling then comes out, throws a crutch in the ring, and Anna uses it. So I was like, that's very heelish of you. Um, but she still has no luck. Then we get a Brain Buster 2 Sterling from John Silver, who's come out. Then Jade hits the Eye of the Storm to Anna. Goes for the Jade again, but Anna rolls up again. Gets the Queen Slayer, but Jade kind of bumps her off into the corner. Then Anna dodges Jade in the corner, goes up top. Gets dislodged by Jade. Then they're both up top. They're exchanging blows. And then Mr. Stokely Hathaway comes out. Woo! To all of our surprises. Malcolm Bivens. And then we get an avalanche jaded for Jade to win. Ow. Yeah. So Stokely Hathaway, formerly known as Malcolm Bivens, is now all elite. Um, and I think he's on the side of Jade. I think he's taking over for Mark Sterling. Um, but there's a whole confrontation with uh, uh, the, the baddies and Jade. Uh, and Anna, and I think Chris Statlander comes out, 
And then someone else comes out. Mysterious music starts playing. And turns out it is Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon. She, I believe, yeah. is all elite. I didn't see the graphic on Twitter, but I'm... she is. Okay. I saw him. Um, yeah, because like the music started and said like the fallen goddess or something. I was like, yeah. Like I, my brain was like, I should know who this is. And then I couldn't figure it out. And then she came out and I was like, oh, <laughs> I should know who this is. Yeah, so she is all elite and she is, uh, she's a face and joining the side of Chris Statlander and Anna Jay against uh, Jade. Jade and Athena will be a killer feud. Yeah, that'd be a really good promo. Um, and it wouldn't be the first time that she is like defended her title against a, a a debuting person on Dynamite. True, that's true. Because um, there's also Marina Shafir. Yeah, who I don't know if we'll ever see again, but yeah. Um, but. Moving on to the next match, we have Death Triangle versus House of Black. We both predicted Death Triangle. And then when we were making predictions, I was like, huh. You know, Julia Hart's probably going to play a role in this. But it'll be after the match. No. No, it wasn't. No, that little bitch. Yeah, so. Two dabs. One for each of us. Is the the viscous one? Or is it the other one? No, it's the other one. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to find a chip that's like a respectable size. Hmm. Okay. All right, uh, and you folks at home watching, you guys can figure out what try and figure out what the word is in chat or in the comments. Let us know if you figured it out. Liz can't figure it out. Liz also isn't in the chat, so yeah. Um, you guys can't spoil it for Liz. There's no chance. Um, all right, so Death Round come out, and we get a little mini panda. Yeah. Um, I assume it was Phoenix's kid, I think. Well, no, it must have been Penta's kid. Yeah, why would it be a mini Penta? What, why would Phoenix's kid dress up as Penta? Because I don't know who's got kids in that family. Um, imagine though, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but that was super cute and super funny because then Alex Saperhante's as they walk, as Death Triangle walks down, he takes the kid backstage and then comes running back out. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> um, so we start with Malachi and Ray. Um, and it's just so hard to catch Ray. He's so flippy. Mm-hmm. Um, we get like this barely there Hurricane Rana to Malachi. It's just so, so, ah, hmm, ooh. Um, and then Ray decides, perfect time, to sit down, cross-legged, stare up at Malachi, who's staring down at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just laughing it up. 
Um, they both snap up to standing. Murphy gets in, double stomping the arm of Fenix. Penta then gets in. He hits some boots to Murphy and a Hurricane Rana. Um, Pack arrives. We get a few punches to Brody. And then Pr- Brody, who I think at this, this time was the legal man, just flattens Pack. Um, we get some chops. Pack is sent ringside. And we get Fenix going off the ropes in a springboard right into a fist from Brody. Brody then says, I want to dive out. But luckily, Death Triangle, all three of them pop up into the ring, and then a brawl ensues between them and House of Black. We get an arm drag to Brody from Phoenix. And then we get a knee to the head from Malachi. Um, Penta then Hurricane Ron is Malachi. We get a Meteor to Penta from uh, Buddy. Um, and then a Poison Ron to Buddy from Pack, and a Lariat to Buddy, and a... Um, uh, oh yeah, and then <laughs> the spice is like melting my goddamn brain. <laughs> um, we get a Larry to Buddy. Then we end up with just Pack and Brody in the ring. Brody hits Pack with a boss man slam. Um, Malachi appears. He kicks Pack in the chest a couple times. Um, Brody comes back as Pack gets free of a headlock from Malachi. Brody really doesn't do that much before Buddy gets in. Um, he sent on to Pack. Brody gets back in. He splashes Pack. Um, we get a cannonball onto nothing because Pack breaks free, goes out of the ring. Phoenix gets in. He's fighting Malachi and Buddy. Um, he puts Malachi in Buddy's arms and kicks Buddy in the knee, so he power bombs Malachi. Penta and Phoenix then super kick Buddy together, um, and then they dive out onto Malachi and Brody ringside, and then they hit a. Triple combination, as Excalibur put it, that I cannot explain for the life of me. Um, basically, Penta assisted Phoenix um, in splashing down onto uh, Brody, and Pack did his own flippy shit. Um, but still, despite the three of them covering, there's no pin. Um, we get a step up kick to Brody off of Brody's chest, um, and then Phoenix sends Buddy ringside and goes for the Tope Suicida, but Buddy blocks that. Suplexes him ringside. Then everyone takes turns on each other with kicks and flips, and Brody Tope Suicidas onto Penta and Fenix and Pack, um, hitting his head on the uh, ring apron or the, yeah, the outside of the ring. Um, then House of Black just start ping ponging, ping ponging Fenix um, before we get Dante's Inferno on Fenix from Brody. Um, um, take a dab. They. <laughs> okay. It could have been a word you said right. from the last match that I'm just. I, yeah, I know. I know. You know. I'm like playing Minesweeper. <laughs> Minesweeper. That's what it fucking feels like. Um. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, do you put too much? Well, uh, with God as my witness. Liz, Liz might pass out at some point during this during this recap. Or run to the bathroom. <laughs> um, No, this was like, when I had that pasta, it was so spicy that I genuinely thought I was going to get sick. And I was like, that's not going to happen. How, how could you eat something like that willingly? 
Well, I put a lot on, and then I put red pepper flakes on top. I, I wanted something spicy. Whatever. Um. So they go for triple brain busters on Death Triangle, Phoenix, and Penta, Superkick, Black, and Buddy. And then there's a triple, triple superkick to Brody. Um, but um, we eventually get a sheer drop brain buster onto Malachi from Pack. Um, Penta hits a Canadian destroyer off of Phoenix to Matthews, and then we get a double stomp sort of to Brody. Did Phoenix land it? I don't know. Uh, will we ever know? Probably not. Um, and that was off the top buckle to ringside. Uh, Malachi Black then Black masses Penta and Phoenix. He gets enziguried by Pack, who wants Black Arrow, hits a 450 over Buddy after Buddy tries to interfere. Then we get a German suplex to Buddy, um, who gets thrown into Birdie ringside. And then we get a German suplex to Malachi from Pack. Um, then Alex Abrahantes interferes, and I was really confused as to what the fuck was happening. So I was like, it didn't seem like Pack needed the help at the time. And then Pack hits a low blow to Malachi, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and he wants the black arrow again, goes up top, but then the lights go out, and of course we all know what happens here. Julia shows up, black mist pack, Malachi hits him with the black mass to win. I feel like this match didn't need to be on the card. No. Uh, we got really no story progression whatsoever besides Julia, which could have been done like in a promo. Um, or on dynamite. I mean, there was a lot of story progression, but like it could have been done on a dynamite. It, it's hard to argue right. for a four plus hour pay per view. Like it's it's you sh- it shouldn't happen. It's not even that. I mean, it's five hours when you include the buy in. Well, the buy in started at like seven fifty. Like the well, match. no, I mean like the actual like the if we count from the beginning of the quote unquote buy in which was the first hour from seven o'clock five hours mm-hmm. yeah but uh this match this match could have just been on dynamite the main event of dynamite or something but... and i think the thing is is that like for me personally when a pay-per-view has so many matches uh, it makes it harder for me to like remember or focus or care about other matches that happened. Why would you need to focus on matches that have passed? I mean, I'm saying that like when I re- in retrospect, I don't remember matches as well from pay per views that have like a bunch of matches versus mm-hmm. pay per views that don't. Yeah. Um. But moving forward, next up we have Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. Finals to the Owen Hart Cup, Owen Hart Tournament. They both picked Adam Cole. Thank fucking God. Um, so, Joe shoves Adam into a corner and gets some jabs to Cole and then a headbutt and then Zagiri. Um, but his arm's hurting, very clearly. Um, and Joe dominates a lot of that match, but we get a boot to Joe ringside. Cole ends up shoving Joe into the ring apron. Um, he then sends him shoulder first into the ring post. Joe slugs Cole, but Cole grabs his arm, falls with it. Then he goes for the Panama Sunrise, but um, 
Cole gets grabbed up and Joe drops him knee first into the ground. Um, then we get a Manhattan drop and a back boot to Cole before a senton. Still no pin. Um, Joe then power slams Cole. He gets Cole and his shoulders. Can't maintain the grip, though. Drops him. Um, Cole then kicks him upside the head. And then our TV went black. Yeah, because for some reason, Sling faded to black and uh, wouldn't come back. So we had to switch over to uh, uh, the Fire Stick. A different version of the same app. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. It was interesting. I, uh, I thought it was... Uh, nice touch. Cinematic. Yeah. Um... At first, I was like, oh, Julia Hart again? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um, we then get an STF to Cole uh, when we finally come back. That's what we first saw. Um, Cole reaches the rope, and then Bobby comes out. Joe defends himself, but he gets kicked by Cole, who wants the boom. But Joe grabs Cole and, like, not the cookie in a clutch, but, like, in a clutch... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Cole ends up getting out. Fish gets elbowed. And then Adam Cole lowers the boom to win. Yeah, and I'm surprised Jay Lethal and, and, and Satnam Singh didn't uh, get involved. Um, I, I think that they didn't need to because his arm was enough proof like enough of like them being there technically yeah that's a good point um but adam cole is the winner of the own tournament um and the next we have Britt baker versus ruby soho in the finals of the women's own heart tournament and i yes. picked Britt baker to win it all getting a, yep. a power couple finish and liz who'd you pick i picked a well, at the time, I picked either Ruby or Chris. Yeah. Because we didn't really know who was going to be the person. Yeah. We, we made these but predictions on Thursday. Immediately, your logic made a ton of sense once you told me. Yeah. And then I was, uh, when they were doing the ceremony, I was like, what would it be like if Ruby was standing up there instead of Brick right now? It was Cole and Ruby. That would be weird. And... At first, I was like, I mean, this is supposed to be like a very honorable tournament, like, because we're honoring a guy who was like an incredible influence in wrestling. Um, and I was like, I, I don't know if it makes enough sense for them to be putting two people who are probably like some of the most dishonorable people in AW if it makes sense to be making them the inaugural champions. But then once they did the ceremony and like, obviously it was like all kayfabe aside, I, I, I got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. How'd the match go? I'm just trying to like fucking focus on not dying right now. <laughs> um, so Ruby's pulling on the arm of Brit um, in like a wrist lock. Brit uh, elbows her way free, but Ruby just won't let go. We get an arm drag to Brit and then a clothesline to Brit and then she wants um she wants to send a boot. Uh Brit wants to like, kind of send a boot to Ruby, but Ruby catches it. She needs Brit in the face. Ruby then drop kicks Brit off the apron. She goes up top, but Brit dislodges her, sending her rips first onto the buckles. Um 
which I think that the storyline was that her ribs were hurting in the first place. Um, then Britt slams her into the ground. Well, Britt no, no. pulls root. The the reason her ribs were hurting was because she did that uh, drop kick onto the floor, and and commentary said that she might have cracked a rib doing that. Um, because it was after that moment that she started selling it. Okay. That was like almost immediately into the match. Huh. I really thought that I took that note. Anyways. Oh. Alright. So she drop kicked uh, Britt and then may have hurt her ribs. <laughs> um, Britt's taking advantage of this. She pulls Ruby into the post like with one arm and one leg just pulls her into it and then like keeps pulling her into it. Um, and then we get like a funky little submission on Ruby um, as Britt like wails on her ribs. Um, but Ruby rolls back to try to pin. She elbows Britt. We get a rolling one to Ruby and then a superplex to Britt. But Ruby can't pull herself to the pin um, because a superplex is going to rattle those little ribs around. Mm-hmm. Um, they start changing blows for a little bit. Britt wants the neck breaker. Ruby wants the no future, but it gets caught. Britt goes for the stomp. Ruby ducks it, rolls Britt up. She, there's a kick to Britt and a sight to a suplex. And then a senton bomb onto Brit, but still no pin because a senton also is going to rattle those ribs. Um, Ruby then goes up top. We get a stomp to Ruby, no pin, and then the glove comes out. And that's when it's like, this could be it. Um, Ruby fights. She fights hard. And she gets out. Um, And she gets free, but she gets wrestled back to the ground. Um, The lockjaw is nearly put in. And then Ruby hits the no future to Brit and then tries to put her into a sharpshooter, which is uh, not the best sharpshooter. Yeah. This, whole, this whole show is filled with not great sharpshooters. Yeah. Can I do a sharpshooter? No. But do I know what a bad sharpshooter looks like? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ruby then fails to get Brit um, back before she grabs the rope. And then Britt just hits a victory roll, um, or rather Ruby hits a victory roll, but Britt reverses it to win. Which I thought was a really weird way to win. Yeah, yeah, but I guess it protects Ruby. It does. Um, but no, no interference from the outside for Britt's win. Yeah. No Jamie Hayter, no Rebel. Well, that was really interesting. But I guess uh, it, it's for the best. Um, all right, so then we had the award ceremony. We we see Martha Hart gives a, a very heartfelt speech, um, and then awards Adam Cole and Britt Baker with the the custom belts. Um, the 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 men's one is like it's got like a pink outline strap with with black filling, and then hearts all over it. Um, the American flag and the Canadian flag, uh, and and the women's is all pink strap, um, with with same details and plates. Yeah, it was a very classic wrestling belt. Yeah, it was beautiful, it was really beautiful. Yeah, uh, and 
she said, see you next year, so it's probably be happening uh, every year. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Yeah. I- I'd love to see who wins next year. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, But anyway, next up, we have a match that was announced after we made the predictions. So we made the predictions today. Uh, American Top Team versus Sammy Guevara, Ty Connie, and Frankie Kazarian. Um, I picked American Top Team. As did I. Yes. Um, How could you not pick the team with the champion on it? Right. With his new Lakers belt. That thing is a thing of beauty. Mm. All right. Shall we? Yes. So, Ethan, right off the bat, you can see it in his eyes. He wants to strangle Sammy Guevara. (laughs) Um, And he gets in to beat the shit out of Sammy, as he should. Um, Ethan very much says something along the lines of, I have been waiting to do this. Um... And it's so funny because, like, Ethan's, like, such a smiley guy that, like, the way his eyes zeroed in, like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so Ethan gets Hurricane Rana as a counter by Sammy, though. Um, Ethan then gets Sammy over his head, drops him. We get Frankie versus Sky. Um, we get a drop kick to Frankie. Frankie drives Sky into the corner, and then Sammy gets in, and Kaz, Kaz, well, people call him Kaz, because yeah. um, um, I was not going to type out all of Kazarian on my notes. Um, Kazarian, though, seems pissed about it because I guess he wasn't ready and there is miscommunication um, because that's like the thing. Um, then we get a boot to Sammy's face. Ty backrakes Sky, though, and then Sammy barrels through him. Sammy hits a slice spread to Sky. Unfortunately, we didn't get any uh, Sammy Guevara doing horribly stupid shit Right after going like this. We didn't get any of that. Yeah. His horrible stupid today he was, like... was just making out with Ty. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Sammy then gets in Paige Van Zandt's face, and he and Ty suplex Scorpio Sky together um, because the referee's not looking, and apparently Sammy needs... Ty's help to suplex Scorpio's guy. Um, Sammy is then like, okay, bygones be bygones. He lets Frankie in. Frankie chops Scorpio's guy. We get a flatliner to Frankie after he takes um, Ethan Page off the apron. Ty then, like, elbows the shit out of Page Van Zandt. Um, Frankie wants the tag, but Sammy and Ty are like, like, he wants to tag out, but like, Sammy and Ty are ringside, like, smooching. Um, and I don't know why, and I've never seen this before, and I've never experienced this before, but they lead with their tongues when they go to kiss. It's gross. Yeah, there's, it's just, I was like, oh, God. That's not normal. Um, Kazarian then gets the cross-faced chicken wing on into Sky, um, and then Sammy tags him, and Frankie starts fighting him, accidentally headbutts him, um, and then the ladies realize that they're the only two left, so they tag him, and they... Get there five seconds. Um, Paige Van Zandt looked really good. Yeah, she's um, okay. She's still she pretty... looked good enough. Yeah. Um, she takes Ty down. Kind of looks like what looks like a deadlift German suplex, but uh, instead does a back to belly. Um, we get a back elbow to Ty. Um, 
Paige gets her on her shoulders, but Sammy intervenes. We get a DDT to Sammy, and then um, Paige and Zant sends Ty into his balls. Um, we then get a Michinoku driver to Ty, but Ty gets up, gets four pump kicks to Paige, and then a face buster on like her knee. Which I don't know if it was supposed to happen that way, but I don't know. Um, and then Sammy gets in the ring and like, he's like sidling up to Ty again, like all like, Hey baby. And like trying to kiss her while she's actively like talking and like looking around, like she does not want to do that. But Sammy keeps going. And I'm like, dude, this just looks weird. Like I'm uncomfortable for her. Mm -hmm. Um, but then we have one of those things where, like, you know, uh, Kazarian uh, gets um, in on Ty. He hits Sky with a cutter. Sammy kicks Ty in the face um, because Kazarian's yelling at Ty. And then he sees Sammy coming ducks and just. Um, then we get a roundhouse from Ethan to Kazarian and TKO from Sky to Kazarian to win. Yeah. Wasn't that good of a match. Um, mostly just loved it for Sammy kicking Ty in the face. That's really the only thing. That was about funny. It. Man, like, I, it's hard for me to hate on them right now because I know that there are people who are hating on them that are, like, fucking insane. I'm like, you're ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah, but... They have go away here at this point. Um, they do. But Scorp this match was worth it just for watching Scorpio and Kaz go at it back and forth. Yeah. Um, so after that, we had Kyle Riley versus Darby Allen, a last-minute match added to the card. Um, I picked Darby Allen to win this. You picked Kyle Riley. I was shocked Kyle won. Cleanly. I was too. Well, yeah, Bobby was tired. Yeah. So, here's my um, here's my dab. Hope yeah. Um. I. I was genuinely surprised. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Like, this is, like, hitting my respiratory system. Um, <coughs> Mine, too. <laughs> you okay? Um, so, yeah. Kyle, um, very quickly, goes for... Okay, so, actually, Kyle knees the shit out of Darby's face to start this match off. Immediately bloody. Just dripping blood. Um... Kyle goes for the Jujikatami, but Darby gets to the ropes immediately around this time is when we see the blood coming out of his mouth. Um, and then they replay the knee spot, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's a that's a dental issue, I think. Um, Kyle starts hammering the arm of Darby, hits the snap suplex. We get a drop kick to Kyle's knee and a code red. Um, Darby floats over Kyle's shoulders, hits him with a stunner, and then lands on his whole fucking neck drop kicking Kyle through the ropes yeah 
Yeah. Like, my dude lost an inch of height, I think, there. Um, then he decides that he's going to do the Topi Suicida right after that. But it's right into a body scissors from Kyle. Um, it doesn't work out. Kyle ends up um, going up top. He goes for a Super Rana, and that is turned into a Last Supper from Darby. Um, Kyle ends up turning around, gets an ankle lock on Darby, but Darby sneaks into what is a piss-poor sharpshooter. Um, <clears throat> Kyle then finds himself hooked up in the ropes. Darby hits a coffin drop from the top onto the ringside area. Um, and then we get an armbar after Kyle is nearly hit with another coffin drop. Um, Kyle gets some of his Kiwana kick <laughs> Kiwana kicks to Darby. And then he grabs one of Darby's chains and pulls it through the injured mouth of Darby. The chain breaks. Go Kyle flying. hits... Yeah. Um, Kyle hits three PKs to Darby, goes up top, hits a knee drop onto his spine to win. That was... That was... Shocking. I, I yeah. would have put money on Darby winning. Um, I was just also shocked that that was how it ended. Yeah. But also, it was a killer match. Like This, this was an incredible match. Um, same with the next match. Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. This went off. Yeah. Um, we both picked Thunder Rosa to win. Of course. Of course. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get a head scissors submission to Deeb after quite a bit of like grappling. Um, we then, you know, go to hold hands to reset. It's a war of attrition. Um, we get a lot of pinning attempts. We get a rocking horse submission on Deeb. We get a pendulum submission on Deeb, who, as one of Tony, JR, Excalibur said, um, Serena Deeb is very flexible because she does a lot of yoga, apparently. And I was mm -hmm. like, that makes sense. Um, also, lest we forget that uh, Thunder Rosa came out in the most gorgeous walkout gear. Yeah, definitely. Um, looked really good. Um, and uh, for a really good cause, she's going to donate that stuff um, to the families of the Uvalde, Uvalde shooting. Um, so that's really awesome. Um, she, however, back to the match, hits some arm drives too deep. We get an uppercut and a slap. She goes to attack deep, but deep pops out of the ring. Um, and then gets elbowed to ringside. Uh, deep ends up hitting a neckbreaker to Rosa over the ropes. That kind of turns the tide a little bit. Um, she hits a swinging neckbreaker in the ring, and then deep puts Rosa up top and like stretches her forward, kind of like gets her like in a backpack position almost and like just pulls her forward on the ropes which i guess hurts it, it didn't um, it we, didn't look painful at all like it didn't look like any actual submission it looked like a nice stretch maybe 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 yeah. just looked like she was laying there yeah i don't know um we get some big lariats to deep and then a scoop slam deep goes nose first into a turnbuckle at full speed um I really kind of worried that her nose was not going to be where it should be. Um, but we get a clothesline and double knees to Deeb in the corner. 
And then we get a drop kick and a suplex and Deeb then breaks up the flying octopus hold, which I thought was really cool. I think that's pretty close to um, the hurrah um, from Zach. And also Gresham's octopus hold. Yeah. Um, that, it's just... I don't know. So cool. Um, Rosa ends up powering free somehow. Um, Deeb goes for a detox, but Rosa fights free again, rolls through, gets Deeb in a, like a chin lock. Deeb gets free by trying to pin Rosa. Then we get a stretch muffler submission to Rosa. Um, and then they both larry at each other. Um, Thunder Rosa hits the double stomp to the back of Deeb, though, kind of pulling the match back in her favor a little bit. Um, we get a Death Valley driver, but no pin. Um, then Deeb goes for a figure four after a chop lock on Thunder Rosa, but Rosa rolls to ringside, taking Deeb with her. Deeb still hits her with a dragon screw in the ropes and then hits her with a detox back in the ring. Um, but at the last second, Thunder Rosa's foot finds the ropes. Um, she then hits the serenity lock on Rosa, but that doesn't work. She power bombs her, goes for the cloverleaf, which looked kind of weird. Um, but Rosa finds a way, hits Serena D with a superplex, and then a Fire Thunder driver to win the match. Thankfully. Oh, yeah. And I uh, don't know who's next in line after Deeb. I, yeah, I don't know either. Because we went through Nyla Rose, we went through Serena Deeb. Um, what are the, what are the heel women are there? Um, Jade? Jade, go for it. Jade could, I guess. I don't know if they want to do double. Yeah. Um, Brit again. God, no. Or you know what? They should do Jamie Hater. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, but up next we have probably the most chaotic match that we've ever watched. Oh my god. Jericho Appreciation Society versus uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and Blackpool Combat Club. Now, this was entertaining. I wouldn't say it was good. Yeah, I... Sorry, I'm trying to find a chip that's, like, remotely whole. But these so chill chips are so fragile that, like... You're lucky if you find one that's, like... Bigger than the size of a thumbtack. Um, oh, I chose Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and you know the rest of them. Um, and I picked Jericho Appreciation Society. I had a lot of fun with this match. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very chaotic. I think the biggest problem was the 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 camera, like the the broadcast didn't know what to pick up so like right. it missed a lot of stuff yeah and there were like fast cuts like constantly it just it was there was a lot i also didn't like the finish i'll be honest i i thought the finish was like pretty lame yeah i agree um shall i get into it yes all right. So, to start, Mox's music is playing incessantly. 
yeah. for whatever reason. I can't, uh, I can't, I'm not sure if it was on purpose or not. I think it was on purpose because they shut it off with the soundboard. Like Jericho went over in kayfabe and, and smashed the, the soundboard and went off. Um, but it gave the vibe of like a bar fight. I didn't mind it. Fair enough. Um, so almost right off the bat, Matt Menard is bleeding, bleeding. Like, oh my god, bleeding. Um, Sammy, uh, no, Jake Hager, right? Yes. Not I Sammy keep calling Hager. him Sammy. Why do I want to call him Sammy? I don't know. Anyways. He doesn't even look like a Sammy. No, he doesn't. Sorry. Um, so, Jake Hager's in the ring with Ortiz and Santana. Um, eventually, Jericho tears the cords from the soundboard to stop the music, which, in my notes, it happens about three notes in. It happened about three minutes in, if not more. Um... We got a blockbuster through a table to Jake from... See, I picked up on it. Um, from Santana and Ortiz. Then we get Daniel Garcia with a brain buster to Ortiz on a little bit of... Uh, on the overturned stairs that they had by the ring. Then Danielson, like, he's fighting Angelo uh, Parker. Um, he leaves for a second to fight Jericho. Parker hits Danielson with the, uh, the bell from the timekeeper's area. And then Eddie and Garcia are on each other. Eddie is also bleeding quite a bit. Um, Angelo Parker was bleeding quite a bit. Danielson ended up bleeding. Mox will talk about, but Mox ended up bleeding. <laughs> um, I think the only people that like remained. I think Hager was bleeding. Garcia's blood wasn't his own. Right. Um. But Eddie and Garcia end up finding each other as um, Eddie is taking Matt Menard to uh, the what are they called? What? Takes them into like the arena the near like the merch tables oh, and all oh, that shit. Yeah. yeah, the 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 halls. Yeah. Um. Then ringside, we get Jericho suplexing Mox into some chairs. Moxley opens up a cooler, looks, sees that it's full of ice and water bottles, and says, like, he picks up a water bottle and then says, fuck it, and shuts the cooler and throws it full force at Jericho. And I was like, damn. That's fucked up. Um, like, that looks like that would actually really hurt. Yeah. Because I think it's like, because a, a cooler is like an everyday object, the idea of having somebody throw one at me, full. full or not, I think that I can like imagine what that would feel like. Mm -hmm. But you know, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, right? Um, Garcia then gets a belt around Eddie Kingston's neck and starts pulling him around the arena. Um, we end up getting a an attempted walls of Jericho on Moxley um, on a table. And that fails miserably. <laughs> um, yeah, the, back... the table just collapses. Yeah, it's fucking goofy. Um, 
back out um, in like the backstage or common area for fans. I don't know what the fuck the halls. Um, Eddie gets sent into a wall. At this point, most people are bloody. Um, Danielson gets suplexed on the ramp. Um, then, yeah, around this time, also, Eddie, like, stood up and he was just full crimson mask. Um, Moxley then whips Jericho with a turnbuckle because Moxley has undone the entire top rope. Um, around this time, uh, Santana and Ortiz have set up a ladder. They both dive onto Matt and Angela Parker, who are on table. Um... You know, like with a little frog splash. And then we find a barbed wire, like, blank of something. Uh, Mox gets hit with a fire extinguisher to the face. And by hit with, I mean, like, sprayed with. And then Mox rolls in the ring. And if you don't look fast enough, Moxley is suddenly very bloody. Like, very bloody. <laughs> and it's interesting because, like, we haven't really seen too much interaction the last time we saw him he was like getting like shit wiped off his face from the fire extinguisher by medical people and then we see moxley gently shoving something into his pocket and i was like oh i get why he's bloody <laughs> i'm picking up what we're putting down here um looked like a wood handle of blade though which i thought was really interesting nice touch um then in the ring, we get some hammer and anvil elbows, Jericho and Hager. Danielson um, then has the, the joy of seeing Eddie Kingston walking like a fucking man out of a battlefield with a canister of gasoline. And Kingston gets in the ring, goes to pour it on Jericho. Um, gets some on Danielson, too. And Danielson, like, pushes Kingston away. And he's like, hey, we're not doing that. Like, you can't do that. And then they start fighting each other. Mox and Danielson get hit with chairs by Jericho um, after Eddie just gets fucking KO'd. Then we get Judas Effect on Kingston. That's what I meant. Um, Moxley gets shoved into that barbed wire plank that's uh, atop a table. Um, and then Danielson gets shoved into the turnbuckle. Um, Starts fighting off Jericho and Hager together, and he gets a psycho knee to Hager, and then one into a chair to Jericho. Still comes up empty-handed, and then Jake Hager comes up behind him, uh, takes his knee out with the turnbuckle, and then Danielson gets put into the walls of Jericho while Hager chokes him out with the rope. A rope. The ring rope. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. With the ring rope, um, and uh, Danielson. Just Conks. Yeah. 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 It was a pretty lame finish um, to like a very memeable match, but I would say it's nowhere near the the two stadium stampedes. Um, I think that's fair. But it had its moments. I think it was when you look at it from the wrestling should be fun perspective. It did its job. Yeah, it was fun. <clears throat> yeah. If only the cameras could have caught everything. Yeah. Um, but up next we have a promo from Andrade. He's talking to Jose and he says, AFO, since day one, this group is losers. Do you, do you have the contract? Jose says, I have the contract for your new business partner. 
And Andrade says, you know him as the top wrestler in the world, one of the best. Um, and then op opening the door is Roosh. Roosh walks in, former Ring of Honor world champion. Um, and now joining Andrade in AFO. Um, then we get an interview with uh, Men of the Year and Dan Lambert. Um, Ethan Page says, for a dude that's been pretty pissed off, I feel pretty great. It felt real good to get my hands on Sammy, but it feels even better to be finished and done with those pieces of trash, and finally moving on to bigger and better things. Um, Scorpio says, now the book is finally closed. Sammy and Kaz will never challenge for my title again. Now who's next? Who thinks they have what it takes to be the face of TNT? Dante Martin walks in. And he says, just because Sammy can't challenge you doesn't mean I can't. And then, yes, I would hope that's what that means. Um, Scorpio says, you have a hell of a future, but you are not ready for this fire. So come to SoCal. I'll give you a shot. When you're laying on your back, remember, you asked for it. I feel like they could have given a better feud for this. Like a better... I, but that's what they do with Dante. They just kind of say, oh, well, there he is. You just get it. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me, let me, let me check the rankings. This will, this will be really quick. The rankings yeah. are, as of May 25th, CM Moxley. Moxley is, is number two as of last Wednesday. Okay. Um, with Adam Cole being number three, Jay Lethal, then Tony Nese. Tony Nese is probably knocked off that now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe go back to meaningful feuds with the TNT belt. Get Miro back in. Give him the title back. Yeah, I mean, last I heard, wasn't Miro just kind of waiting? I think he was injured. Well, I heard that he was okay now. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're probably right. But, um, next up, speaking of being right and wrong, um, we have the AEW tag title match: Swerve in Our Glory versus Jurassic Express versus Team Taz. I picked Team Taz. You picked Swerve in Our Glory. We were both wrong. And uh, this is chip number three for moi. Trying to find one. It's not easy. It's like I'm filtering through confetti to find a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want some? You want some chips? That's good enough. I don't really like these chips. I used to like them a lot, but I don't really like them. Yeah. I don't like They're them. They're just so thin. Yeah, I think that's it. Those uh those cantina ones from the from the store that aren't Tostitos, those are really good. They got a lot of seasoning on them. Alright. Um Oh god. I thought the cat went one direction. She did not. She went this way. Mm -hmm. And I felt something brush up against my leg and I was like 
It's like, this is it. This is how I actually have a fucking panic attack on the, t on the show. All right. So as one might imagine, it is chaos. Um, we get an elbow drop on Ricky, who's in Luchasaurus' hands, and then Swerve gets in off of Luchasaurus. We get a Tiaras to Ricky. Um, Hobbs gets in with Swerve, but then Keith gets in, and then we get a kick to Hobbs from Swerve and an elbow from Keith. Um, Swerve and Lee just fucking dominate the field for a little while. Um, Jungle Boy eventually gets in with a flying head scissors to Swerve. Um, he dives on to Swerve ringside. Um, and then does it once, does it twice, does it a third time. The third time, Keith catches him. Um, and thank God for that, because um, he almost got himself fucking... Uh, he almost hurt himself. Because, like, he came this close to, like, smacking his head into the ground. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy then finds himself against Hobbs, who just plants him in the ground. We get Ricky back in. He's tightrope walking until he falls, saying the rope between his legs. Swerve and Hobbs then take um, each other on for a little bit. Swerve gets Hobbs down to a knee. Ricky then falls on his neck because he trips off the apron, kind of. Like, he was going for something, and then I think he just took a wrong step, and, like, just... I was like, uh... Surgically repaired. I hope they reinforced it. <laughs> um, But then Swerve goes off of Keith's chest onto the entire group of men. We get a hurricane round of two hobs from Swerve and a drop kick. Um, we get a superplex to Swerve that sends him flying from Hobbs. Luchasaurus gets in. He takes out just about everyone. He flapjacks Swerve, catches Ricky, tossing him into Hobbs. Luchasaurus then wants a choke slam on Hobbs, but Hobbs gets free. Um, Luchasaurus then goes to choke slam Keith and Hobbs, and they decide to choke slam him instead. Keith then cannonballs on to several men. Um, and then we got Keith and Luchasaurus against each other. We get a flying neckbreaker from Hobbs to Lee and Luchasaurus. Um, then Ricky and Jungle Boy are in again. Ricky goes for a super dirty pin, but Christian stops him. Hobbs then shoves Christian, and Christian gets shoved into the stairs. Um, we get a Spear 2 Jungle Boy from Ricky. Ricky goes for the Rochambeau, um, gets it with like a little slingshot off the ropes, but Luchasaurus breaks up the pin. Swerve then stomps Hobbs. Um, er, gets the Swerve stomp to Hobbs. Jungle Boy then gets in. Um, Luchasaurus actually ends up kicking Jungle Boy in the face. Um, Keith then sends Luchasaurus out. We get a huge stomp to Jungle Boy, but Hobbs breaks that up. We get some chops to Hobbs and a super kick to Swerve from Jungle Boy. Starks gets the FTW championship, and Christian intervenes on that as well, and I know that that's going to come back and play, where Christian's going to be like, you would have lost those titles if it weren't for me. I helped you get this far, and then they're going to fold, and it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait for this. Jungle Boy then avoids the Swerve stomp, but we end up getting the dress. Uh, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't have been then, but alas, here we are. All right, so our main event up next: Adam Page versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship, and we both picked Hangman, and we're we're yeah. both wrong, I guess. 
Scared herself by knocking something over. Sounds like something she'd do. She's looking at me like, why did you do that? <laughs> I'm not the problem here, little miss. And uh, you are not getting a tortilla. I didn't love this match so much. I thought the ending yeah. was, was pretty good. But I didn't love most of it. It was an interesting match. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so we get a big fat chop to hanger. Then a shoulder tackle to him, and an elbow to Punk. And then these men just try to chop each other's titties off like a hop. Um, very Minoru-esque. Hanger is then slung into the corner. We get a scoop slam to Hangman. Punk goes up top, hits the crossbody lateral press, but Hangman gets up, lifts Punk, hits him with the fallaway slam. Hangman then goes <clears throat> Oh, lovely. I don't know what just happened there. It was like there was like a little dry patch in my throat. It just like kind of like caught itself. This hot sauce is evil. So now that I've uh, consumed some liquid, Hangman then goes flying out of the ring onto Punk. We get some elbows to Hangman. Hangman responds with a rolling elbow that drops Punk's ass like hard. Um, he then wants the buckshot Larry, but Punk sees him vamping on the apron, shoves him all the way into the barricade ringside. Punk then gets dropped on the apron um, once Hangman gets back up. They start exchanging some elbows um, in the ring. We get a leg lariat to Hangman and a rising knee strike, and a bulldog to Hangman, and then a springboard Larry. Um, he wants the GTS. Settles for a neckbreaker instead. Um, then Hangman hits a beautiful over-the-moon salt, but Hangman kind of stumps his knee a little bit. And Punk sees that back in the ring, puts him into a sharpshooter, probably the best sharpshooter we saw all night. Um, Punk then wants the buckshot. Hanger wants the GTS. No one gets what they want. Um, then we get a less than perfect buckshot to Hangman. Um, Punk goes for the GTS, but Hangman ends up breaking free, goes for a GTS of his own. Can't get it. Hits the Deadeye. Um, after powerbombing Punk. And, uh, when he powerbombed Punk, he, uh... I heard Paul Turner say, get your hands off his tights. <laughs> and maybe Hangman should have listened to that. Yeah. Because Hangman power bombs him, and half of Punk's ass is out. He just Which, flashed that whole crowd. And when your ass is partially out, it doesn't work so well when somebody gets their your legs over their shoulders and bends you. Yeah. Before going into the dead eye, so 
thanks to Paul, though, um, for helping Punk get his trunks back to where they belonged. Um, this wouldn't have happened if, well, actually, it may have if he was wearing the tights. Um, but then Paul, like, basically counts to three and pretends that it was two. Um, anyways, we get a GTS two Punk, but Punk still kicks. They start exchanging blows. They start exchanging kicks. Um, Hangman sets up for the buckshot. Punk puts him into position for the GTS, though. Hangman kicks the ref in the head, knocking him on his ass. Hangman then sees his opening because the title is on the apron and Hangman could use it. But he doesn't. Mm -hmm. He goes for the buckshot and then we get a counter and we get a counter and we get a counter and then GTS winning. Yep. Yep. So Ah. Punk or uh, Hangman dies a hero and doesn't become the villain. I actually saw somebody post that uh, the the finish is very reminiscent of WrestleMania 8 when um, Bret Hart beats Owen Hart when Owen tries to use the bell as a weapon but decides against it because he doesn't want to uh, stoop that low. Um, So in the end, Hangman, it did become a masturbatory Bret Hart tribute. Sometimes you become your own villain. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, CM Punk, new AW World Champion, Summer of Punk now. So, we'll see who's first challenger is. I hope it's Kenta. I really hope it's Kenta for Forbidden Door. I think that would be really fun. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'd love it though. I'd scream. I mean, I miss Kenta. They they've stuck Kenta in the main event picture before in AEW. That's true. That's true. Not necessarily. I, I actually I forget about that sometimes. Not going for a title, but I mean, uh, Takeshita fought Hangman, not necessarily for the title, but it was still the main event picture. Yeah, yeah. You're, you you're not wrong. Um. All right. So that is double or nothing. Um, do you want to guess what the word was? Man, I... There there are definitely points where I zoned out, and you probably said it, and I didn't call it. Was it apron? It was apron. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think you would get it. (laughs) I didn't think I'd get it. Damn! Wow, I'm happy with myself now. <laughs> Wish I'd, you know, figured that one out a little earlier. <laughs> um, Alright, so you want to talk about the bests of the night? Yeah. And if you have a question for us for after the best of the night, leave it in the chat now and we'll get to it after the best of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next episode. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live or DM us on Twitter at pinfall podcast to uh uh ask us anything you want wrestling or non-wrestling all right so let's get promo of the night and let's just jump right into wrestler of the night so here are your three choices all right swerve Mm -hmm. strickland 
Ray Phoenix, and Thunder Rosa. Swerve. Swerve, mm. really? Thunder Rosa. Okay. I'm going to change my mind. I, I agree with that one. You, you said it, and I was immediately thinking Swerve, and then Thunder Rosa did not register for a couple minutes. Gotcha. Um, all right, so now let's talk about Match of the Night, and as always... Um, as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. This one will be a little bit tough because there's a lot to go over and a lot to consider. But starting off with a 3 out of 10, American Top Team versus Sammy, Ty, and Kaz. This match, it, it was not good. It was obnoxious watching Sammy and Ty. Um, Paige Van Zant is still very green. Um, the only good part about this match was watching Kaz and Scorpio go back and forth. Uh, next up, we have a 5 out of 10. The Anarchy in the Arena match. It was, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I wouldn't watch it again. That's fair. And the finish was pretty lame, too. Yeah. Uh, next, with a 6 out of 10, uh, Swerve in Your Glory uh, versus Jurassic Express versus Team Taz. It was a fun match. Didn't like the finish. I, I definitely think Jurassic Express shouldn't have won, um, especially given where the story was going. Um, but... It was fun. I'm I'm just getting so over like these overly choreographed matches that feel like they're uh, just feel like more of a dance than anything. Like it feels polished. I get that. This definitely wasn't the worst offender because this had its moments where it felt genuine, but. Mm-hmm. I'm start. I, I'm I'm liking sloppy matches better. Okay. It feels more like a fight. <clears throat> um, but okay. Up next, six out of ten. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. It was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun match. Pretty much all I can say. I don't know. Um. Yeah. It, n yeah. I like hard-hitting stuff, so... Neither uh, Brit nor Ruby are very hard-hitting. Okay. Uh, next, 6 out of 10, Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. I thought Jade was awesome. Anna, she, she's, she was better in this match than most other matches that I've seen with her. Um, but then stuff started to get all overbooked towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, 6 out of 10, MJF versus Wardlow. It was everything it needed to be. But it's not going to be an exceptional match with that. Um, yeah. But it, right. was still, it was still fun, still what it needed to be. Uh, next, 6 out of 10, Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. It was fun. It was, it was a little enjoyable. Uh, next, 7 out of 10, Adam Page versus CM Punk. 
I yeah, I mean I thought it was it was I, I love matches with counters and this was full of counters, this was full of story. The ending being an homage was is, is very nice to see. Um and I'm looking forward to seeing where uh, where Punk's reign goes. I mean, how could you have CM Punk in your company and not give him the title? You know? That's true. All right, next up, Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe, 7 out of 10. This was damn fun. Um, would have been a little higher had there not been a little distraction finish or distraction involved with uh, with with Bobby Fish. Um, yeah. But still, a lot of fun. Great match. Next, 7 out of 10, uh, Death Triangle versus House of Black. A lot of fun. Great match. Um, fucking Brody King murdered Ray Phoenix with that pile driver. Um, yeah. But it had, it had its botched moments, too. And Julia Hart coming in for the, for the save at the end was a little bit, a little bit lame, but the rest of the match was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm interested to see what that means for um, Pack. I hope it means Death Triangle are done with this fucking feud. Yeah, I, I what I'm saying is I hope that like this doesn't mean that like Pack's gonna suddenly start acting weird to Death Triangle. Cause, like I really like them. Yeah, I hope he's not blind again. Uh, next seven out of ten, Young Bucks versus the Hardys. I don't know. Once things started picking up. I started enjoying it a lot more, um, but it definitely had its had its sloppy, slow moments towards the beginning, where it didn't pick up very much. But the Bucks, Matt Hardy really carried this match. Like he he carried it on his fucking back, um, especially yeah. when yeah, yeah, especially when Jeff was getting his boot fixed. Um, he he killed it. The Bucks killed it too. Um, so yeah, next. Eight out of ten. Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. I thought this match was so much fun. Not a single bit of distraction or over overbookedness. Um, this was just a solid match where these guys wanted to fucking kill each other, and it was great. It was so great. Um, but my pick for match of the night. Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. This was catch as catch can. It it was wonderful. A fucking clinic. Eight out of ten. I concur. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'll bring it up to nine out of ten. Holy shit! I I think it deserves it. It was really, really great. Really great. Yeah. All right. So. Those are our best of the night. I don't think we have any questions to answer, so... Liz, would you like to close out the show? I suppose I will. Um, if you tune in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in thank you so much. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday. Talking about... Or not talking about, but playing WWE 2K22. It'll be fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Um... Please tune in for that. Tune in for um, uh, our 
sorry, Miley, it's still so spicy. Um, please tune in also on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite post show. This will be the fallout from Double or Nothing. Um, and then on Thursday, we will have our impact. Yes. Um, and then the, the following weekend, I don't know what we're going to be recapping. We'll figure it out. Um, I'm not sure what's happening the first weekend of June. Maybe end of Super Junior, if that's happening then. Um, maybe the finals are then. But, um, yeah, all, uh, follow us on Twitter, at Pinfall Podcast. Same with YouTube, Twitch, Spotify. It's all Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron on Twitter. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. Uh, remember to follow and subscribe, all that jazz. We'll see you all on Tuesday for our 2K22 stream. But until then, have a great rest of your Memorial Day weekend. Or great Monday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.